Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, I think now it's very interesting in this timing that Bill Withers has passed away at the age of 81 in a time where we do have a common understanding. We do have a common enemy. We do have a time for people to truly lean on each other. And right now, I will say keeping people's sanity is most likely the Zoom meetings that are going on nationwide. Um, it's the FaceTimes. It's the virtual dinners. I mean, yeah, we can only do that for a certain amount of time. As the Air Force is proving today, and by the way, keeping it real with Alex Garrett Extra, thanks for Nelson Eusebio to join me and talk about the national the National Supermarket Association's efforts to support their grocery workers, and it's time we support them as well. That's why I want to bring them on. I'm glad that it became such a productive conversation. But I truly am of the mindset that if we didn't have Zoom meetings, if we didn't have FaceTime, things would be a little more dour for people because the connectivity would have been completely, well, not completely, but would have been cut off to where it's not. But as the Air Force is proving today, this cannot last a few months, a few months. We now have guidelines till April 30th. Okay, well, how about after that? We gradually, gradually ease in to relaxing social distancing. The reason why the Air Force is doing that today is unfortunately two of the cadets in Colorado have committed suicide. And so my plea tonight to President Trump and others is, and the CDC and Anthony Fauci is to understand, to understand that this will have ramifications if you continue this beyond April 30th. That's just how I'm feeling. It could have repercussions the other way too if we let everybody out. But that's why I'm saying gradual easing after April 30th, or this could get ugly pretty quickly. We get it. We're all in force now. We're staying inside in force because we are wanting to stop the spread, and I believe it is working. It has to be working. Some things are declining. Other things are still at too high of a rate. But ultimately, you want to have Governor Cuomo say what he said a week ago. Everything pointing in the right direction before you truly relax everything. So, gradually ease into it. But while we're in the house, while we're in the house, there's a few things that I want to recommend to you if you're interested. Firstly, I want to point you to an article which in a way kind of spun the positivity of the prior epidemics of large portion that we have experienced by one Catherine A. Foss. She's actually a media studies professor in uh, Middle Tennessee State University. And she's uh, coming out with a book called Constructing the Outbreak, Epidemics in Media and Collective Memory. But she breaks down how these epidemics have caused us to actually grow, to progress. The first thing was the war on tuberculosis. 
which discouraged cup sharing and prompted states to ban spitting inside public buildings and transit and on sidewalks and outdoor spaces. You can find this article in Zucalo, Zocalo Public Square. And uh, so the war on tuberculosis in the 1890s here in New York led to public buildings not allowing you to spit in them, which is great. It continues, it continues. Uh, apparently there were carcasses of animals, and so they... There was a point where children would play with dead horses. This is a graphic, I know, but all of a sudden, in 1880, these horses were collected and removed from New York streets in 1880. This was all during TB. And then this led to the building, these epidemics led to the building of porches and windows um, to houses. Uh, real estate investors would use the trend to migrate to the West. And there were just so many things. I mean, you, you just have to read it. You have to read it because education changed because of TV. Um, and I'm not saying all these things were good things. They were terrible things. But the way we adapted is something to be admiring of. Something to be admirable that we were able to adapt to all these diseases. And I believe when this is fully solved, we can adapt even more against coronavirus. Right now we're kind of in the clinical trial stage. Clinicaltrials.gov. I'll remind you of that uh, right here, right now. But the stories just kept going. The New England Current was launched because of disease. It was the first paper in a colonial of America. And uh, they opposed smallpox inoculation. Well, they, they ended up, uh, it just inspired, I guess, the anti-vaccine movement, which is not a good thing. Uh, because I am for vaccine. But it, it provided a debate, which she lauds here in her piece. And I'm, I'm reminded that this city is doing its damnedest to get people healed. They are using different techniques like, and so just, just an FYI, you want to check out Zorkala Public Square. The title is How Epidemics Shaped Modern Life, Infrastructure Education, and Cleaning Rotting Animals from the Streets. You can find it by... Catherine A. Foss, which was written just a couple days ago. But this article reminded me that here in New York, we are seeing hospitals adapt to this. Her, her. And we are seeing labs develop different techniques to combat coronavirus. We've seen Dr. Andrew Weber, who I featured, trying to do his best to combat it in the Northwell health uh, realm. I think Lennox knows as well. We've seen chloroquine being used. And I don't want to advocate that too hard, but it is being used here in New York to heal. And then we are seeing what uh, Mount Sinai is doing with Dr. Kramer, Kramer, 
in uh, Mount Sinai West. According to Gretchen Vogel, um, she wrote about how Professor Florian Kramer in the Mount Sinai West, she wrote this in Live Science, is providing in the lab a way to test thousands per minute and get results instantly. And so I want you to check out Zocalo, that article, and other articles that might be interesting this weekend while we're in the house. I want you to check out Live Science because they have ideas of hope and they have ideas of solutions trying to fix this and get this solved. And then there's a third thing that I want you to check out because I saw this today in my inbox uh, by Time Out New York, actually. It's called Couch Bound. And as you know, if you've walked the city streets, you've seen people hand out this Time Out New York. Well, they are introducing a feature called House uh, Couch Bound, all of New York, straight to your apartment. And what they're doing with this, it's pretty cool actually. What they're doing is they're giving you different stories of the day, sure. But they're also telling you um, some great news, like the Queen's Night Market vendors providing hundreds of meals for medical workers. Find out about that. And then you can stream some cool stuff. So, like, on Friday it was Hozier, a live set from his home. A Brooklyn club was streaming a live DJ set until midnight. You could check that out. Uh, well, you'll check out the replay. Or if you want to check it out now, you can. And then you could just basically, with Couchbound, check out Time Out New York's picks for virtual highlights. Why am I saying this? Because if you're going to tune into Tiger King, that just seems like another mindless thing to talk about. However, the sheriff involved with that with Carol Baskin, look, I don't follow this, but I've been writing, I I saw headlines, the sheriff is going to re-up the case on whether she killed her husband that was featured in Tiger King. O.J. Simpson wanted to react as well. Cool, he's up on the culture. He also wanted golf courses open during all this, which is kind of crazy to me. He's also O.J. Simpson. But I'm trying to give you some other outlets that you should talk about, uh, should look at. Because if you're going to be mind-blown by Tiger King, wouldn't you rather be inspired that this epidemic is inspiring our community to come together and to, especially medical community, to find out solutions, to brainstorm, to get things fixed, to find solutions? We are a problem-solving country, and I want to learn more about that rather than some Tiger King thing during a weekend where we all have to be in once again. Those are three different outlets that I got. I want you to check out. Zocalo, Live Science, and Couchbound, a feature by Time Out New York. And actually, New York Social Network is offering some virtual parties as well. And I know um, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. I know people want to hang out, but social distancing is not allowing us this at the moment. Prayers to Chris Cuomo, who truly is suffering from COVID-19. And Brooke Baldwin today getting diagnosed. 
Really, really tough times over there at CNN. Look, and I, you know, you may not disagree, you may not agree with them, but when Ish hits the fan, there you got to support them. When Don Lemon did his live broadcast and said, "Oh, we're being shut down because we have a threat coming to the studio," you support them, and you don't say you deserve it. No, you don't say they deserve it. You say, "All right, we're here with you guys. We know you're human, just like the Patriots." If you dislike the Patriots, if you dislike Tom Brady, you have to understand he's a human. The Patriots are a human organization. They're not some machine. They get it. Like they got yesterday got it yesterday when one million masks were flown over from their in their private plane from China to here. Pretty remarkable. So you can put your rivalry aside with whoever, CNN. Patriots, the Mets, the Yankees, the Jets, the Giants. And just know, just know, we're all in this together. But for Seth Myers, he had a bit of humor to this whole Patriots getting masks into the states happening. Massachusetts received one million face masks today for healthcare workers that were delivered from China on the New England Patriots' private plane. Meanwhile, the Jets' private plane was intercepted and returned for a touchdown. That's Matt Goldidge, if you're an angry Jets fan watching this. Well, you know, you got to have a little humor about it. Because if you get wrapped up and warped up, like my mind kind of was today, thinking of the will of the people, thinking that it's not too late to preserve the will of the people, Yeah, you need a little humor uh, to to combat that. So thank you, Seth Myers, for that little bit. And then I mentioned Tiger. Well, Tyga has had the song Bored in the House, which has been trending because we're all bored in the house, so to speak. And then, of course, I was think I was told that if I want to make a trifecta of Tiger King and Tyga. Well, I should really think of Tiger Woods. Because according to my friend who works at CBS, he told me that they're going to air last year's incredible Tiger Woods win in the Masters. I mean, you can actually see that on Easter Sunday, uh, the Masters 2019, where Tiger does the unthinkable and wins the green jacket again. On CBS. And as Jim Nance always says, check your local listings on CBS. So I've got to just say, we have the fortitude, we have the will, like, and we have the eye of the tiger to get through this together, don't we? The will of the eye of the tiger in our grocery stores, the eye of the tiger in all of us will shine through and get us through this. Have a great night, everybody. Right.